crazy Cause I want you baby But you don't so get out, get out, get out Kate. Hi, Glickman. I love what you're wearing. You've got the cutest damn Guns N' Roses shirt on. Thank you. You got a cute skirt. Your hair looks great. I felt like getting, I felt like looking cute today since my life is in shambles. You know when shit is bad, you're like, at least what I can do is look cute. Yeah, no, no, I get it. Shit I totally is fine. get it. Shit is good. That's why I always look so cute. That's why you always look amazing because your life is fucking hell. It's a real <laughs> live nightmare. My what? life is actually fine. You know, it's funny. Like I was telling you before the podcast that my uh, checking account got hacked and someone spent some money on my checking account. And then also my Gmail got hacked, which actually, if you're going to hack something to me, Gmail is there's nothing in my email that I like give a a fuck about. There's like no naked photos. There's no money. I don't keep anything. All they're going to see are like work emails. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, but uh, it's like somebody hacking your LinkedIn account. Yeah, (laughs) that's weird. It makes no sense. But in my head, I was like, what I started thinking is, is there any way they can get from my Gmail into my phone? Like, is there a connection? Because that's where the good shit is. That is where the good stuff is. I know. You've got good things in your phone. I know. And people keep telling me to like get that app where you know, like, um, have you heard of this app where you can hide photos? Oh, your naked photos or it doesn't delete them. It hides them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Have I you heard of it? No. Oh, my God. It's like, there are a couple, but there's this one. It looks like a calculator. You what? open it, and then you have to put in numbers to get to your photos, so you could like hide your naked photos in there. Hey, team, can we find out what <laughs> app that is so we can tell everybody? Because well, that sounds amazing. There's that one, and then there's another one a guy just told me about. He's like, oh, you should use that one because everybody knows about the calculator, but nobody knows about this one yet. And then he told me about some other one. Who are you hanging out with? Like the the <laughs> cast of Silicon Valley? That's yeah. amazing. It's a lot of nerds. It actually bothered that, me. That app is, everyone knows that app. There's another app. I, I, know, <laughs> I know. It actually bothered me, though, because this is a guy that I like sent some photos too so then in my mind i'm like oh if you have a whole app for hiding these like how many of these do you have and like how many like now i feel like part of a collection you know what i mean yeah like he has a museum of them oh my lord that's a lot yeah that's a lot of uh, things i had uh my uh bank account one time ransacked and uh they 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 spent uh two thousand dollars at a bakery downtown in downtown los angeles two thousand at a thousand at a bakery what and I called, fuck? I called my bank, I, and I was like, and they were like, you have to go into the bank to deal with this. And so I go into the bank, and I'm like, somebody you spent two thousand dollars at a bakery, and they were like, are you, you sure? <laughs> They're looking sure at you like, you? really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, it wasn't me. <laughs> Fuck you guys. That is actually so funny. Fucking Wells Fargo. What a bunch of assholes. Jesus. Oh, that's hilarious. Good Lord. Um, Well, today we've got uh, some very very uh, interesting guests that are that are coming in today. It's a uh, it's a totally different it's a totally different thing. It's a different kind of date fails. Yeah, you know, like I was thinking about it, and um, you know, we're we're uh, we're on these you know apps. People are on these apps, and they're you know looking for dates, right? They're looking for love. And, yeah, if you say so, sure. Um, you know, people use matchmaking <laughs> services. Yes, people are know. looking everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so the the guys that we have coming in today, we have two uh, very, very, very religious Jews oh, God, coming in. Two 
uh, two guys. They're not in the entertainment industry. This is uh, they're two Chabad uh, Hasidic Jews that have uh, that are very like serious guys, but they're both you're very setting, funny. You know, you're setting me up to fail. Because oh, I know. I'm going to say something that offends them. Yeah, but you know what? It's fine. Is I it? I think so. well, they're they're they've they know about the show, and uh, uh-huh. I told them it was a Hanukkah show. It was about Hanukkah. Shut up. No, I'm just kidding. No, I tricked them. I tricked them here. I got them to come because I promised them a potato kugel. Uh, no, it's going to be oh, fun, God. and we're going to talk about what what they have to go through to date in, uh-huh. in their uh-huh. lives, which is a completely different thing than when, what we have. I to am go curious. Through. Like, is there a Tinder for Hasidic Jews? Like, I, I would. J- you know what? A gender. <laughs> Hajinder? I don't know. I don't know. I was on the way here today. This is a side note, but I passed. Have you seen the giant billboards that they have up? I, I don't know if they're nationwide, but they have these billboards in Hollywood, and it's for free STD checks. And then it's that's uh, just an LA thing. No, <laughs> pretty sure <laughs> they're giant billboards for free STD checks, and it, there's like photos on them of people like basically like going down on each other, like shadows. Yeah. It's like silhouettes. But then on one side it says Tinder in really big letters, and then on the other side it just says Chlamydia. Oh. Or like gonorrhea, like it's, and I'm looking at that driving here today, and I'm like, how is Tinder not like suing for these bills? Like it's literally like, if you're on Tinder, you will get the clap. Like it's happening. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, uh, pretty fucking horrendous. I think L.A. manufactures like. <laughs> Chlamydia. Chlamydia <laughs> on the corner of Hollywood and Vine. I'm pretty sure. There's a warehouse. If you're looking and, for uh, like a new venereal disease, this yeah. is the, the city for it. Yeah, LA is the I'm best lucky place. I've never gotten any of them. I've never had one either. Holy I had a scare shit. though. Wow, really? Did yeah, you? I hooked up with a guy that... Um, I, it, this is my fault, by the way, because this is how this is how much background checking I do before I hook up. I go, "Hey, are you clean? Okay, cool." Ah. <laughs> so I admit it's my fault. Yeah, but I, they have to say it. That's the rule. Legally, legally but I mean, like, what guy it. is gonna? What guy in the heat of the moment is gonna be like, "Yeah, uh, I have herpes." Like, no one's gonna tell you. Right. So, I, and I don't hook up with strangers. So usually, if a guy tells me he's clean, I believe him. That's mm-hmm. really stupid. Um, but I did, I, I hooked up with a guy and I did not make him wear a condom because he said he was clean and I knew him and I trusted him. And then a couple weeks later, I'm hanging out with a friend who's also friends with this guy. Okay. And he was like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, I was hanging out with the, let's call him Mark. I was hanging out with Mark the other day and, uh, he, should we call him Mark? His name isn't Mark. That was a bad, that was a bad choice. Cause Mark is one of my best friends. <laughs> but let's just say. His name was Mark. <laughs> His name was Jen Sturger. I'm just kidding. There you go. No, no, no. Um, it's not but, her. But she's he, clean. No, she's very clean. Yeah. Um, but he goes, so I was hanging out with Mark the other day, and he told me the story of how he just came back from New York, and while he was there, he banged this stripper, and then he found out that he had like this really bad strain of chlamydia that's like really hard to get rid of, like antibiotic wow. resistant. And he's like, I just wanted to let you know, because I know you guys have been hanging out. And I was like... Fuck. Because I had just hooked up with them. Yeah. And he told me he was clean, but he had just told this guy he had chlamydia. So the point of the story is never believe them when they did say you they're get, clean. Did you go run yeah, out and get yeah, tested? Yeah, yeah. I, I went straight out and got tested and I didn't have anything. God, God, that's the scariest, that's the scariest stuff in the world. Yeah, but I was kind of glad it happened in a way because it taught me a good lesson, which is like to always use condoms unless you're like married. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know? No, if you're married or like in a long term right, like type you. thing. Like and what well, you have. I, well, thanks. Um, Is Rachel on the pill, by the way? What do you guys do I for birth so. control? Yeah, we've got. You we, think so? Yeah, no, no, she is. She is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. <laughs> like, what do you know that somehow? So that's good. So you're yeah. lucky. Yeah. Well, you know what's so funny is uh, we just went through a, a week of like some serious hell because I had to have a. Uh, I had to have a bone graft done oh, yeah, in my jaw. jaw, which was fucking horrendous. And the one, th- but the one thing I'm not going to get super into. The one thing that I learned from it is, if you're in a relationship and you're going through a physically shitty time, like you're sick, like super sick, or you got, you're on pills, or you're on, you know, <laughs> it's all sorts of weird shit, right? Yeah. Um, there's a point in time where you don't want to be in a relationship because you just want to be alone and hiding oh in God, a fucking totally. room. Yeah. But then at the same time, you want to be in one because there, it's nice to have somebody there to kind of like look after you and take care of you or do things with you. But, but holy crap, like I... I ended up hiding a bunch like during the time, like sure. over this last week because I was like, I, I, I couldn't be, I couldn't be around somebody that like, I want to look good in front of. Oh, you still like, have that? Well, yeah, no, I still want to like, <laughs> I still want to look good to her and stuff. So, but I was like, my half my face was all swollen. Right. So I was like hiding in my office playing video games like 24 hours a day. See, I think that that's cute that four years in, you actually still give a shit about that. Most guys like quit trying not to fart after 30 days. Oh, no, I still fart. Oh. I'm definitely <laughs> farting. No, I, I don't. That's what not, I want. It's not like public. It's not like I try to fart. It's just that it fucking, you know. I want to be with a it guy happens that when I'm will, sleeping. No, I want to be with a guy that will hold in his farts for me. I think that's love. I hold in farts <laughs> during the day, but then in the sleep, she refers to it as a fart symphony. That's Whoa. how she goes, oh, we're going to sleep to the fart symphony tonight. Ew. Oh, I just got nauseous. It's not always. Ugh. It's just sometimes. That's why I'm single, by the way. Yeah, because if you wake up in the middle, I've woken her up with a fart that's how bad a fart can be sometimes oh my god where you fart you go oh my god i like i'll fart i'll wake myself up and then i'll say i'm so sorry she wakes up and puts on her gas mask that she keeps in the nightstand she's like this is a fucking living nightmare you know what's funny is recently i realized like do you ever have moments or did you ever have moments when you were single where you you start to think maybe you want a relationship for a second and then you kind of come close to having one. You're like, oh, wait, no, I love being single. I fucking oh, love being single. I did that so many times. Really? Repeatedly. That's like kind of happening to me right now because I actually I haven't seen you in a minute, but I've actually been like dating some people. Yeah. And there's one person that definitely like I like him. I really like him, but mm-hmm. he wants he wants to like relationship the fuck out of me like he wow. definitely is trying to like move it into relationship land and is it, this a guy who lives here in los angeles yes. oh wow holy and shit i what? don't i know i have to tell you about it but i like i realized really fast like the minute he started trying to like even sleeping over like i just i'm at a point right now where i really want to go out have fun hang out with people i like have good conversation good and sex and night. then i want them to leave yeah. and then i want to be by myself that's it and i don't want to have to say no like i don't want to have to keep telling you i don't want to hang out i almost want to have like a don't call us we'll call you policy oh my god <laughs> that's amazing is that allowed you think don't call us we'll call you 
policy. Well, you could start it. I don't think that there's anything wrong with having a policy like that. I just feel guilty to say no, but the truth is I just kind of only want to see people like once or twice a week. I get it. Yeah. I get it. No, I totally get that. You know, you kind of like, you you need that kind of space sometimes in your life to be able to handle the things that you need to handle. You That's know? it. Yeah, because we've got a lot of shit to do. It's not like we work at, you know, fucking Payless shoe store during the day. <laughs> right, you go nine to five, you come home and your job is over. Like, yeah. no, you're like no, constantly like, working. Yeah, constantly. But yeah. not to say there's anything wrong with working at Payless shoe store. If it's you're, fantastic. If you're the if we you work for Payless shoe store, or if you are Payless shoe store and you'd like to sponsor this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We'll do a quick ad for you. Hey guys, if you have, if you need shitty shoes, go to Payless Shoe Store. Shitty? What are you talking the about? The shittiest of shoes. Glickman, I'm wearing Payless shoes on the AVN Awards on Showtime. Are in you March. really? Well, wow. I might now. Well, you heard it here, guys. If it's good enough for Kate Quigley and the Porn Awards, it's good enough for your stinky ass. Broke feet. Payless, Payless <laughs> shoes just put a ban on me. By the way, yeah, they're like, they do not let that bitch buy shoes here. She's like, not. Fuck these guys. <laughs> they're the worst people. I went into a Payless the other day for the first time since like high school. You know what? I I I hate. I shouldn't be so shitty to Payless shoe store. I bought all the shoes I ever had, all the way up to being on Big Time Rush. Every single pair was at Payless shoe store. You shouldn't be so shitty because knowing you, guaranteed, if Payless tweeted at you today and was like, hey, Glickman, if you tweet about us, we'll give you a hundred free pairs of shoes. You'd be like, fucking believe. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I'm, yeah, we might want to cut that out. (laughs) We're not cutting that out. Don't cut it out. We're not cutting it out. Keep it in. Let's move on to, all right, listen, so our Jews are coming soon. We got to talk about them. They're almost here. We got to talk about them before they get here first of all is it offensive to call them our jews our jews can i call them that you i i mean you might be able to i don't, I don't know. know much about can i just tell you you don't know a lot I'm, about you i about know jews? nothing about jewish culture nothing i don't even understand what hanukkah is or rosh hashanah or oh, any me, of those things. let me walk you through a couple okay. a couple quick yes. uh i'm gonna i'm gonna jew you up can you make it funny bit. i'm gonna just yes. to entertain me okay. here we go all, all right. right so there are different like like there are different levels of of religiousness sure. of how people are super religious right okay like um there are a, a couple different levels so there's like reform Jews okay sure reform Jews probably sometimes they eat bacon. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, they don't follow kosher laws. Wait, like, are you guys not supposed to eat any bacon ever? You're never supposed to have oh, bacon. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. It's super, I mean, I've heard it's super good. I like that. I tried it one time by accident because it was in stuffing. I ate stuffing. You've never really had, so you don't I've never, eat bacon I've at all? I've never eaten bacon. No. no pig, is that what it is? No. Okay, yeah. I like that. I can get that's with that. A, that's a rule. That's a kosher law. Mm-hmm. And the kosher laws are set up to keep tradition Okay. A, in in a religion that's that's all it is Got it. it's just so that you can kind of identify people and then there's conservative jews which is like a step up from reform jews so reform jews like maybe they go to synagogue they go to temple like yeah. maybe so, once a year it's like a christian that goes to church on christmas sure got it then you've got conservative jews conservative jews they go to the the synagogue or the temple okay uh, during the high holidays, mm-hmm. okay, maybe they go a couple other times a year, maybe like five, six times a year. 
I'd say this is I'm just this is just my opinion. Okay, they, they you're not a rabbi. I'm not a rabbi. I'm <laughs> okay. not a rabbi. Okay. They have a bar mitzvah. Uh-huh. You know what a bar mitzvah is? I do. Okay. Yeah. So th- that's I do. that's like a nice thing that happens when you're 13 years old. You'd or be- my friend's mom just had one at 80, 90 years old or something. Yeah. Which you can I, do oh. it when you're older as well. Right. You can do it anytime, right? So there's there's the bar mitzvah. That's conservative Jews. Okay. Mm-hmm. They follow mo- maybe more of the kosher laws. Like maybe they don't eat uh shellfish okay mm-hmm. they don't eat milk and meat together that's something you're not supposed to have milk and meat together like like pepperoni pizza you're not supposed oh, to have that wow there's like other rules okay okay then you've got orthodox jews orthodox jews are like a step up from conservative jews. they're they're like more serious they take things more serious and then then you've got the like the nuns of the Jewish religion, which mm-hmm. is like the Hasidic Jews. Wait, and the, the nuns? Jews. Do they not fuck? No, no, they do. Oh, these okay. guys do. They, nuns these don't guys, fuck. These guys get it on. Um, but only <laughs> these guys get it on. They do. They, All right. They, but they don't uh, do it until they're married. They wait till oh, they're okay. married. They wait yeah. till. Well, that's what they're, they're probably all supposed to do. That that's what they're right? supposed to do. That's what yeah. we're all supposed to do. If you're a member of a like a religious <laughs> of a religion, you're supposed to wait. Till you're supposed you're to wait till you're married. Right. So wait a second. Which ones are the ones that are supposed to give the good blowjobs? That's the ladies. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kate. All right. So, are you ready? Yeah. What's yeah? I was okay. looking up something <laughs> to tell to ask them about. Okay. All okay. right. Okay. So, um, we have our two guests here, and we're very excited. Kate, you're you look uh, excited. And I'm nervous. excited. I'm no. Well, I'm a little nervous. Uh, don't be. But nervous. it's gonna be fine. I'm gonna be fine. I'm just gonna be myself, and it's gonna all be fine. It's gonna. We're gonna yeah. have a wonderful time. Uh, our guests today <laughs> are uh, a, one of these guys. I'm I'm good friends with uh, the this other fella. I were just meeting today. Uh, both of these guys are Hasidic Jews and wonderful, wonderful guys. Menachem Silverstein and Josh Gorenson. How are you guys? Woo! Hey, thanks for having us on the show. Thanks for thanks for being here. Hold your get your mic a little closer so we can hear. First of all, they're both really cute. Uh, Tell me about it. Right, they're both really cute, and also I am surprised because I thought, okay, wait, can I just preface this by telling them that I know nothing about like Judaism or is that even what you call it? (laughs) Yeah, okay, you have that down. (laughs) You got that. Good start. But I thought you guys were gonna come in here dressed in like the black and white with like the hat. And you know what I mean. That's a, this is this is very true. So um, w- one of one of you, one of you guys is wearing a very nice uh, V-neck sweater with a white shirt. Really nice. Right? Thank you. It looks uh, at least Gap. Yeah. H and M. H and M. I'm All Jewish. Right. I wouldn't splurge on Gap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're nuts. Oh, I like him. Okay, this is going to be fine. And our other fellow is wearing a, a very nice shirt and a and a very cool uh, hip sweater that I'm digging a lot. Where's your sweater? Is that H&M from? too? All the way from Australia. What? Oh, wow. wow. Very cool. Splurgy. Kind of. Right. How you doing? He almost got kicked out. We're like, dude, flying to Australia, you're out. Too much yeah. money. Can't away. be one of us. Hilarious. We had to double check that circumcision and make sure he was still back. there. Oh my god. Wait a second. So so what? So uh, clothing wise, when like you know um, when you see uh, Hasidic Jews most of the time here in Los Angeles around town, uh, black jacket, white shirt, bl- uh, black hat. And the curly things. And the and pants, the yeah, curly, curly stuff on the side. Sideburns. And the beard, yeah. yeah. So within Hasidic Jews, we have different sects. Okay. And some of them are more strict on what they wear. 
for us, we have the side locks, but they're really like small and kind of blend into the beard, as you can oh. see. Um, and when it comes to like the hats and jackets, we do that for prayer. We pray three times a day, once in the morning, afternoon, and evening. So while we pray, we make sure to like wear a hat and some sort of jacket or like cardigan or something. But during the day, we just kind of wear whatever we want. Wow. As long as it's modest-ish. No, like zebra print spandex, <laughs> which my friend owns. Bummer. So. I'm sure. Super jealous. I'm like, oh, oh why? I have the legs for the... <laughs> I think I can pull that up. Right. That makes sense because there's this one neighborhood in L.A., where the coffee bean is always closed on Saturdays because the neighborhood has so many, I think it's Hasidic Jews in it, that yeah. they don't even open the coffee bean. But I always see them walking around the neighborhood that day in those outfits. Yeah. You know, that's a big day. That's a So that's Shabbos, which is every Saturday. It starts Friday at sundown and it goes till Saturday at sundown. So that's our Shabbos. That's kind of our day of rest. And we like dress up for it. We make sure that like, you know, we dress well and it's uh. we take it very seriously. No electronics no carrying things no electronics at all no, no working, cell phone nothing. nothing no cell phone wow right wow so no texting during shul Oof. no texting you have to actually talk to people it's it's, it's hard the worst. Yeah, that's <laughs> the worst. that would be that would be i tricky. would have really bad anxiety though to not touch my phone for a day like i would probably lose my mind yeah no i know that's I, a that's hard yeah that's very tricky i can barely make it through one podcast i know i sometimes i have to leave my phone like plugged in in the car and i just panic the whole time i know I'm you sweat when you're dripping sweat and i'm like quickman just... what's wrong he's like my phone's in the car my phone's in the oh car <laughs> What happens if I miss a phone call from someone that doesn't matter in my life? Um, We were just talking about dating apps. Uh, Is, you know, like, is there, uh, I know that, you know, we have J-Date, which is a Jewish dating app, but is that, have you guys ever used that? Have you guys, can you use that or is there an app or is there an app for that? You can use J-Swipe if you want. Um, most religious Jews actually, well, most Hasidic Jews go through a matchmaker. We're Whoa. like really what? old school. Just like Fiddler on the Roof. Like right? Fiddler on the Roof or like Millionaire Matchmaker, that TV show. Patty Stanger. She like messaged Stanger. me the other day and she was wow. like, I want to hook you up with someone. I know. Wow. She's my matchmaker. That's kind so of... you call it? Yenta. She's my Yenta. She's your Yenta. Very impressive. <laughs> well, I was a musical theater major, so I know a little bit about Fiddler on the Roof. Nice. All right. Wait, we forgot to ask you guys something really important, which is, are you guys single? I'm married. Happily oh, you are? Married. I got married four months ago, four and a half months ago. Don't wow. tell my wife I said four. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You're Don't off mess. by two weeks. Don't mess with the Jewish lady. They're crazy. Uh, <laughs> are they really? Well, you have to meet my mother. I love her, but yeah. Are they really? They're kind of like passive aggressive. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like she'll be like, "Remember the time you used my uterus as a motel room?" Like, she'll be like, "Take out the garbage, go make your bed." But it always prefaces with something like, "That's yeah, funny." Tears. My mother's a trained actress, oh. so there are tears she can cry on cue. Oh God! Before she became religious, she was an actress. She was actually in River Phoenix and Ethan Hawke's first movie, Whoa. Explorers. Oh my God! And she was in Naughty and a bunch of stuff. And now she's religious, and she's like a five foot tall religious Jewish mom of seven. 
Wow. Seven? Seven, and oh she can cry God. on cue. Oh, So God. it's horrible. That's, it's, it's, wow. Yeah. That's the best skill a woman can have. <laughs> right? It really is. Cry on cue and good in bed, and you're like, set for <laughs> that's life. It. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. I know. I think you just said that about my mother. <laughs> <laughs> little weird. She's got to be good in bed but, if she has seven kids. Yeah. I don't want to burst your bubble about your mom, but <laughs> my mother's a she ain't putting it down. Well, yeah. Uh, what about you, buddy? Are you, are you, I'm still single. Wow. All right. Yeah. How old are you? We can make something happen here. 22. Not with me. Tw- what? 22? <laughs> 22. Yeah. Maybe. He well, what are the happen. rules, though? Don't you have to date a Jewish girl? Yes. Yeah. Do do I, have to date a Jewish girl. Now, when it, like, that is uh, a, a kind of an interesting thing. So you guys, are you guys both, uh, have both of you guys lived in Los Angeles the whole time or other places? No. I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn yeah. represent. What's up? Um, where, where, where are you Jacksonville, from? Florida. <laughs> It's the gangster in Florida. Yeah. Well, now, uh, at, at any point in time, have you have you ever dated anyone that's not Jewish, or have you ever um, do you know anybody that's dated someone that's not Jewish? Like, I, like I have not, but but I, I have friends who have. They themselves weren't, you know, completely religious. Also, none none of my religious friends have have dated not Jewish. Well, there's that one famous story of the Jew who dated a non-Jew. Romeo and Juliet. So. Oh, wow. oh, I'm sorry. I, I had to. I had to. It's perfect. <laughs> so, We're at the improv, so I'm going to allow right, it. Right. I'm yeah. going to allow it. Wait, but like, what about? I on, took the bullet. Um, Someone had to. Thank you for that. What about on Sex in the City? How Charlotte marries that guy who's Jewish, and she has to convert to Judaism. Do you guys know this story? Do you not, guys know the story? Not that one specifically. Please, I know Kate, of the show. I've tell never us seen the story. On Sex in the City, Charlotte falls in love with this guy who's Jewish. I forget his name. This like bald guy. And anyway, she converts to Judaism for him, but it's like a lot of work. She has to go to like tons of classes and like I, I don't remember. She has to go through a test and all this stuff. Um, but is that does that happen a lot? <laughs> Happens sometimes. Not, Why are you guys well, getting weird? Is no, it so like frowned the... upon? What, what... <laughs> well, there are different levels of conversion. Uh-huh. Okay. So depending on the sector, your sect of Judaism. So for us, it's a very, very serious process and it takes about two years to do. Yeah. And we don't really have the like, oh, you're going to convert for him. You have to do it on your own. And we actually kind of defer people from converting only because like the Jews have been persecuted so many times and we don't get a good rep, so we're kind of like, are you sure you want to do this? Really? Like, you're a wonderful, like, if you would ask me to convert, I'd be like, you're blonde and you have everything going for you. Why would you want, like, we had the Holocaust. That was never, that, like, wasn't fun. Like, That's so Do you want to get into this? Is that, like, the cup of tea, like, you want to share with us? Do you right, want right. to get into this? That's like, why, oh, that's why huh. on the show she has to ask... I think she has to ask the rabbi like three times. Yeah, she, she does keep be... coming back and he keeps sending her away. Right. That's true. Yeah. yeah, That's part of the process. Yeah. We kind yeah. of want to make sure that you really want to do it because it is a big deal. There's oh. a lot that comes with it. Interesting. That's really interesting. Wow. It's more That's than just different. no bacon. That's different from a lot of religions, right? Because usually they're like, get in here. Like yeah. They want to convert everyone. Yeah. Huh. Not the Jews. All right. It's a hard club to get into, man. It's like Soho House. Damn. You need two references. Doesn't work if you show your tits at the door. They're like, you're not getting in. That's really funny. Uh, Soho House is hard to get into. Um, (laughs) Even with tits. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right. Um, All right. So uh, let's let's talk about... um, the situation. So you're a single guy, right. uh, and you're. Uh, are you? Do you have a matchmaker? Do you have somebody that you're working with? Um, I don't specifically have someone. 
And my parents have someone they talk to. Are you, are you looking? Like, are you? I am, do you I am starting wanna, to look now. Want, yeah, I, I've gone on a few dates. Because if I got the girl for you, <laughs> do you now? But it's How, kind of we don't like stick to one matchmaker usually. Right. Like we don't want to get locked down. Right. Like we want our options open. Like we're we're players. We want to play the field of matchmakers. Wow. It's kind of like your mother will get we're a players. bunch of emails from like different matchmakers, and they'll be like, "I have a list of girls for you." Like how really? much? How much yeah. will you be willing to pay for this girl? What amazing! Three goats and a sheep. Wait, yeah. so is it still like? I mean, that. Sorry if this is totally ignorant, but is it still then like you guys get married? Like, how old are you? I'm 23. So you guys get married very young, and then it. So then these girls that are that are Hasidic Jews, if they're not married by like 30, they must be like out of luck forever. How then? What do they do? It's. It's just it's a bit of a problem sometimes. Yeah. Wow. We, we just like we get rid of them. We just cut like, them off. It's just like, Dad, I'm sorry. Like you're too old. Like too I mean, old. It so just there's put a them lot out of time, time to be a Buddhist. <laughs> this religion's not working for you. Oh my God! There's so much pressure for like these girls then to like. Does it find feel them. like there's a lot of pressure in the dating in the dating world? For, well, for you every guys? date is like way more serious. Because it's not like, hey, let's just have fun and meet. It's more like, okay, so how many children do you want? And where do you want to live when you're married? And like, you kind of yeah. get into the serious questions or the deal breaker questions huh. faster. I was lucky. I like had some experience. Like, I know what women like. I listen to rap music. Oh, damn. Oh, wow. Look at you. So, like, okay. I listen to rap music. <laughs> Apparently, Hasidic Jewish girls don't like to beat, beat, beat it. Um, whatever. The, um, oh, God. But so, it's kind of, so like, what was the, the process like of you getting married? Like how I mean getting meeting your wife and getting married. I actually got lucky. So I was dating a little bit and then I was in Brooklyn and I was on the subway. Okay. And I saw a girl and I was like, "Wow, she like she looks awesome. Like I want to get to know her." And she was with a friend and I was with a friend and I was with that like idiot friend who says the things that he shouldn't nice. and does the things that he shouldn't and turns out she had the same friend. Like the same kind of friend. Perfect. And they both got drunk by a concert together. So they started speaking on the subway. And my friend was like, oh, what are you doing? And we're like, oh, we're going to parkour. We're going to like go to a parkour class in Manhattan. And they're like, oh, like let's join you. And we went to parkour together. And then I got home from parkour like sweaty in my gym clothes. And I'm like, ma, there's this girl I have to date. And she looks at me and she's like, God, no, you're you're not dating a shiksa. She thought like I'm, I'm just like. What is a went, shiksa? Ooh, Okay. A shiksa is a non-Jewish girl. Oh, it's just sweet. another. <laughs> it's not a bad word. No, it's just another word for it. it. And then, like, I'm like, no, like, it's this girl, and she's like, okay, fine. What's the last name? And I mentioned the last name, and her mother, her parents also like didn't grow up religious, and they actually knew my parents. What? So my parents were like, I like that family. They seem cool, and we went, we went through a matchmaker. And went on our first date. Wait, then you went through a matchmaker after you met her on the subway? So I kind of, so. You kind of have to go through a matchmaker? You kind of have to. Yeah, if exactly. you want to be respectful, you oh. go through a matchmaker. So we met each other and we liked each other. And we like both knew that we wanted to date each other. But we still went through a matchmaker just to kind of have that like level of respect for both of our parents and both of us. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So, is- um. Does when uh, when you're going through matchmaker, the matchmaker gets paid to do the matchmaking. The matchmaker like gets paid. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's like she gets paid to like help set you guys up and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. And what happens is it's kind of weird, but it works. They want to limit the heartbreak as much as they can. Right. So what you do is for the first couple dates, you go out on the date 
at the end you say like it was nice have a good night and then each of you separately will text the matchmaker whether you want to go on another date no or not. No way. Wow. So just in case it doesn't work out, there's like no hard feelings. Like you don't have to be the bearer of bad news. The matchmaker will be like, it didn't exactly work out. I thought you were wow. going to say, I thought he was going to say like the first few dates are free. <laughs> Wait, so does, does the matchmaker get paid like a bonus or a special commission if it works out and you guys get married? Like does that matchmaker get? They only extra? get paid if it works out. Oh! Oh! Wow! They get like paid agents. based exactly. They get a percentage. Oh, that's amazing! Wow. Like, wow! How much is your happiness worth? My mother gave like twenty bucks, so she <laughs> what? doesn't. She's Jewish, so that's a lot. She loves me. That's like, <laughs> Stop oh. it. you're just like splurging. Like, oh. wait a second. So there's not like a set fee. You just like tip them out based. Basically? There is. There is a set fee. For certain matchmakers, they'll be like, okay, so it's a thousand dollars if it works out, but you don't have to pay if it doesn't. Some matchmakers will say, pay whatever you want, depending oh. on how it goes. Wow. That's really oh, interesting. So, like, you guys um, you guys have been married now for four months. Four and a half. Four and a half months. Sorry, four and a half months. I don't want to be disrespectful. Careful. <laughs> I know. Come on. Um, what's, trying to get me killed. What's, uh, what's it been like since you guys have been married? What's that, what's that uh, been like, dude? It's been really awesome and different and fun, but really different because we don't have we don't move in with our girlfriends. We're not even supposed to really like date before getting married. Right. So it's my first girl that I'm living with and it's going to be forever. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Menacing forever. But I kind of did that because I was a virgin when I got married. Did you know that? I didn't know you were a virgin when you got married. Yeah. And so was he. Wow. And so uh, there's a lot to learn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What was that like for you? I'm curious about that with you guys. Cause I mean, for us, I I hope this isn't too I hope this doesn't make no. you guys feel weird, but Please, come but on. for us like um it was sex was always an issue because we were both virgins when we got together and I was a lot more of a freak than him to be honest. And I was like I was like babe, go you won't do this. By the way, they, your wife won't tell you to do this. But I was like babe, go watch some porn, like get some pointers, like go to a strip club, like figure it out, like learn, you know, what's up because when you, because you don't know, especially if you grow up kind of he grew up sheltered cuz he was very religious, not a Jewish, but he was like from a really conservative Christian family and so I mean, for us, that was kind of an issue. So I'm just curious, like once you get married, do you research sex? How do you figure it out? So to make it worse, we don't touch it all before marriage. What? So it's not, it's not like, okay, now you're going to, no. So I, funny story. I was actually talking to Stephen about it yesterday. I had a friend who was scared that he wouldn't have chemistry spark or chemistry with the girl so he touched her with a spoon he was like trying he was kind of like prodding at her with a spoon to like feel the spark he's an idiot but he's married so that worked out and it's it's all good for now wow so she just sat there awkwardly as he like stabbed her with the spoon you guys can't even hug nothing so we don't wow wow to and and like and is that um, as far as like once, so once you're married, then it's gloves are off. Then you can hug all you want. Exactly. It's kind of, we're raised with, <laughs> you can hug and have, really you, quick, can, you can hug, you can, <laughs> you can hug and do all the, all the sexy things you want with, with your lady. Well, they're once, married. Like once you're married. Yeah. Yeah. Once you're married. So it's kind of, as a kid, they're like, don't look at girls and don't think about girls and don't touch girls. And then once you start dating, it's like, oh, only think about girls and start looking at girls. And then once you're married, it's like, oh, start touching her. And you're like, oh, okay. Wow. You're like, whoa. I'll like. 
are there cool. rules? I mean, it, like, um, I feel bad, by the way. He hasn't said <laughs> no, no, Josh. Josh. We'll get to you, Josh. We're, we'll go We're going to get to you, Josh. It's all are, good. Are there rules when it comes to sex? Like, I know, like, in some more conservative uh, Christian religions, it's like, you're only supposed to have sex to procreate. Like, are there rules for you guys when it comes to that? Or does anything go? Once you're married. Once you're married. Once you're married, it's kind of anything goes. We do get married to procreate. Right. So as long as it is within that spectrum, then yeah. Wow. Then everything is good. Now, now, okay, um, Josh. Josh. Josh, you're you're (laughs) a single gentleman. Very Let's, handsome, by the way. Ladies, he's a very good. He's a very good-looking guy. Adorable. This guy. All right. You have a job. What do you do? I am currently working in a school. It's, it's called mm-hmm. a yeshiva mm-hmm. for Jewish kids. Who most yeshivas are only like Jewish studies, but this one it's half day Jewish studies, half day they're going to trade school or to college or finishing their GED. What do you do? Very progressive. Or? So I'm the van driver. I drive right. the kids around to whatever schools they have to go. Oh, wow. As well, I'm studying to get my rabbinical ordination to become a rabbi. Wow. wow. So he's a pro driver, ladies. Pro driver. <laughs> this is a professional driver. Professional driver and uh, studying to be a rabbi. This is this is happening. I actually have a test right after this. Wow. Going right really? back to take a test. Yeah. Okay, no. I actually stole him from the test. I'm like, <laughs> you are not taking the test. We are doing this. All right, now, let me ask you this. Um... I know that you know. I I don't want to. I don't want to get into like super awkward stuff. But what about pornography? Like you have the internet, right? Um, at, do you do you try to like stay away? Did you stay away from it, or do you have like in in the in that part of like in the Hasidic right. world? Like, do you see? Does it show up a bunch? Do people talk about it or not? At I all? mean, it's obviously there, right? And it's, it's frowned upon. You know, you're not. I mean. Every fourteen-year-old boy, fifteen-year-old boy is, you know, sure, has been curious. It's natural, so he's curious. You check it out, probably, you know, but it's not. It's not something, at least personally, that you know you you get into and yeah, because it can, it can be addicting right. and it can set things off a little bit, you know. Well, if you're not supposed to touch the girls you're with, and then you're watching, yeah, it would porn, drive you crazy. That would make you. That's like torture. That is yeah. torture. I think that would be. But then again, on the other hand, it's like you guys must. I mean, teenage. You boys. sound like Tevia in Fiddler on the Roof, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the other hand, uh, it's true, <laughs> pornography is good. I told you, musical theater major. Um, <laughs> that's my best topol that I can do. <laughs> but I mean, like, here's the thing. It's like teenage boys. I don't care how you're brought up. You're still a teenage boy. Like, how do you? you I mean, and now how do you like, get through it? Yeah. So a lot of people are brought up really sheltered, and they might not necessarily even know about it till later on. Wow. Till they're like sixteen, seventeen, whatever it is. In the schools, you're not allowed to have a smartphone. Right. And they Whoa. make you like sign a paper that you're not going on the internet with like the really, really strict Hasidic Jew like Jewish schools. Because oh, wow. they don't want you bumping yeah. into it. What but about- then kids that hear that they can't use the internet, the first thing that they do when they get home is go on the internet. Of course. Right, exactly, yeah. Right. Google what not to Google. Right, what not to Google. <laughs> are wow. there like are there like the bad boys? Because if you're raised Hasidic, your family's Hasidic, that doesn't necessarily mean that you want... Like, did you guys right. go through a phase where you were like, I don't want to do this, I want to be a rebel. Did that happen? Yeah. Yeah? Definitely. What like, happened? Tell us about it. Uh, well, my family personally... They became religious. They started becoming religious around when I was born. So as I was growing up, sort of my parents were still learning what it meant to be a Hasidic Jew. And it wasn't really till I went away to school, till I went away to yeshiva, 
that things really got serious sort of there. So I always had a background, if you will, more than the other kids. And there was a period of time where like before I went away, I wasn't sure I wanted to go to regular, you know, public high school because a lot of my friends were going there and I'm going to do this and want to play on the football team, but can't because they play on Friday nights. And oh, wow. This was a lot of things. Yeah, so Interesting. I never even thought of that. Are that. Does that mean there's no like Jewish guys in the NFL? I mean, there's no not Jewish really, religious, really religious guys. guys. Super huh. religious guys. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what? When when I was doing theater when I was growing up, we did it at the Jewish Community Center in La Jolla. We had like a, a theater company there that we would do plays with and stuff. And there were kids in the plays that okay. were very religious. So they couldn't perform on Friday night or oh, Saturday wow. afternoon, but they could do the Saturday night and the Sunday show. And it was like a thing, like it was like a thing every time. I never even thought of that. Like if you're a comic, like you couldn't do so pretty much like if you're very religious and you're Jewish, you'd have to skip those nights. Yeah, those nights would be out. Interesting. Well, as far as uh, ladies are concerned, what are you uh, like? What are you interested in? Like what what kind of draws you? What would you like? What kind of what would I look for? Yeah, what would you look for? I don't know. Someone obviously is just fun, relaxed, carefree. Obviously religious and Jewish, and just you know, I really know how to put it into words. Because you you seem like kind of a serious guy. Like, are you a serious guy most of the time? Or am I? I don't think I so. I, I think he's dangerous. Yeah, I right. see an edge Quite under that cardigan. He's got a little bit of an edge. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm that. serious. I catch this like I don't know. I feel like there's something. I feel like there's a little something in there, like a little rebel in there. What are you into outside of uh, like religious stuff? Like, what's your what are you sports. interested in? What kind really? of sports? Football mainly. Really? Honest, yeah. Who's your team? Jaguars. So Ooh. does that bum you Season out that tickets. you couldn't play? A little bit, but as I got older and realized that. I'm only 5'9". Yeah. <laughs> Let's okay be honest. Now. I wasn't going to make it anywhere. <laughs> Unless I was going to be like a poor, poor man's like Julian Edelman. Wasn't going to happen. Hilarious. Wow. Very cool. <laughs> That's great. But. When's the last date you went on? Um, Probably. A long time. <laughs> yeah. No, it was probably before I came to LA for the year. So it was in the summer, towards the end of the summer in August. Tell us if you guys can, um, if you guys have any bad date stories of anything bad that's happened Worst on a date, date or awkward that's happened on a date. Please. I have one wasn't wasn't me. It was my friend's my friend's sister actually. She was she went on a date with this guy. Uh I think it was their third date or something, so you already know maybe it's a little bit serious. So he took her to a steakhouse. <sighs> and they walked in, they sat down, they're ordering and it's $20 limit. Wait, what? At a steakhouse. He at told steakhouse. her there's a $20 yeah. limit? $20 limit. What? At a steakhouse. Why did he oh. take her to a steakhouse? I, I don't know. So she told me, she came back, she was talking to me, she says, obviously, I, you know, I had my appetizer. Oh my God. I enjoyed it, but that was that. <laughs> that was, that she was got the, her $20 worth of the, the date, of but she laughed. He said $20 limit? It Kate, may, that's happened that's to happened you. That's happened to me way worse. That's what happened to way worse. It tell, may have been 25 Tell Tell him, tell him what happened to you, Kate. <laughs> I had a guy take me out, long story short, and tell me he couldn't afford to even buy me a cocktail, and then asked if I would go with him to McDonald's, and then he bought himself food at McDonald's and bought me nothing, and then he brought his McDonald's with us back to the original bar. <laughs> I paid for my own drink. But my favorite part of his story is that he was like, it's the third date. 
So you know it's getting serious, yeah. which is like legit. Like That's amazing. Them. That's some serious stuff. Because the other day I canceled a third date. And my friend was like, why are you canceling? And I was because like, I was like, because the third date is the sex date and I don't want to have sex with that. <laughs> wow. But you know what? Look at that. That is a serious date. Third date Either means way, that there's serious. something going something on. Something big always happens on date three. Yeah, that's true. For you guys, it's engagement. And <laughs> for me, it's engagement with penis. It's <laughs> uh, the greatest thing that's ever happened. Uh, what, what about you? What about you, Menachem? I didn't have any crazy, awkward dating situations. I actually, last winter, went out with a girl, and we get to a bar, and she didn't bring her ID with her. Oops. So the guy's like, you have to get out. And I'm like, can we just like have a drink or something? And he's like, no, get out. So we went to like another bar, and every bar was like carting us on like a Tuesday night. It was just uh. really bad. So we had to have like a date in the car. Well, to be oh. fair, you guys look, you look young. Yeah, thank you. And car dates are not a bad thing. <laughs> Although car, when you can't well, touch, it could be a bad thing. It could be a little. It awkward. could be problematic. It could be awkward. Really small space. <laughs> so the roof of the car. A friend of mine had a date, and well, a friend of mine's sister went on a date, and he, she gets in the car, and the guy gets in the car, and he looks at her, and he's like, "I'm, I already like you because you're good at covering up these." And he like motions to her breasts and that and motions to her like genital area. (laughs) We're going to call it genital area. And he's like, I'm happy you can cover those things up. And she's like, okay. And then they continue the date and like 45 minutes in, he's kind of like, I think I love you. She's like, okay. Then by the end of the date, he's like, I think I'm going to marry you. And she's like, let's go home. And she like gets out of the car and told the matchmaker, like, this is done. And he called her parents and asked to marry her. And she's like, I don't want to go on a second date with you. You're scary. So, yeah. So, like, God. oh my that's God. the equivalent of, like, creepy stalker within the, like, religious Jewish dating. Wow. Program. But you know what? That's I had like, that happen to me on a date that wasn't Jewish. I mean, wow. not that- yeah. he asked you to marry him. The- <laughs> he asked you to marry him. I mean, he told me date. on the first. He told me on the first date that he could see marrying me and like what his plans would be for our future. But that guy ended. I swear to God, this is a true story. Ended up being a stalker, full blown stalker. I had to get a restraining order on him. Oh my god! But do you think that there's something? I mean, this is. I know we're running out of time, but you guys are so fascinating. But like, thank you. Do you think that when you are raised? A kind of like if you're raised by a family that does really shelter you, not saying that that happens to all of you, that some of those people are going to turn out to be kind of crazy. Like, don't you think that would make you a little more prone to crazy? Because when you finally do get out there, you're just like overwhelmed by. 100%. I have a friend who wasn't allowed to watch any movies as a kid. Like he didn't watch anything. Like with my family, my parents would like censor the movies that we watch, like make sure they're appropriate, nothing over PG-13 and things. But this kid didn't watch any movies. So he turned 17, got his own iPod, and for two years, all he did was watch movies. That's like all what? he did. He just, he's like, oh my gosh, I'm, I've been missing this free. so long. And, and they're free. And he wow. just like watched movies. It was ridiculous. Wow. Well, I mean, you know, in the same, in the same sense, um, when I was growing up, my dad said that 
uh, strippers were the worst people on the planet, <laughs> and, and I should, uh, under I no circumstances, ever speak to them and should stay away from them 100%. And uh, the second I was out on my own, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to every single strip club in history. And, and you I like, only dated strippers. I only, yeah, for, like, for like two years, and then you, I burned myself out on it. I was like, this is, this is ridiculous. I mean, that's what we all do. Yeah. Well, not well, all of us. Not all of us. Yeah. No, you <laughs> Half guys. the table. Well, yeah. No, you guys didn't do it. You to guys be fair, haven't. I done haven't it. dated a stripper so, yet. Yeah. <laughs> strip club. Guys that love strip clubs, though. I'm all about that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, well, all right. guys, listen. Um, I think it's super awesome that you guys came here and chatted with us and were like super open, talked to us about everything. Uh, anything else you guys want to say before we wrap things up? Um, not really. No. Josh, anything to add? No, this was this was a lot of fun. Thank yeah, you guys for being Thank so you so much cool. for having Thank us. You. They yeah, were no, amazing. They like were, you guys are great sports cool. and like very cool. And yeah, no, this was you. awesome. I think our uh, our listeners are going to be like super jazzed on it because it's it's definitely like a nice change from from uh, you know some of the some of the weirder stuff that we've done on the show. So <laughs> we should pair this with the porn star episode. That we've <laughs> 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 Rabbis versus porn stars. <laughs> Epic smackdown. Oh, well, I would that ask would where they hilarious. can find you, but you guys probably don't tweet and stuff. Are you guys do you? on Twitter? and instagram well me and my writing partner i i write so uh, we have a twitter handle what's your, right, twitter? What's your twitter at home and less home at and less. home and less that's home our and less pen and name less. okay i cool. like that and what Thanks. about you buddy I, uh, I don't do twitter but i do have an instagram what all right it? what's your instagram josh goranson okay get it girls go get that <laughs> check it out get you, get yourself some sexy hasidic men because i'll tell you that right now that's what you're gonna find on josh gorenson's instagram all right, that's enough Gordon. all right listen thanks for being here you guys are awesome thanks, thanks so much for, for always coming us. out to the improv to come watch shows and dude and always support you're, you're you know, great well thanks man these guys love coming to stand up. So. I've never yeah. seen you, Kate, but Stephen, you wait till you well, see Kate. You probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Kate, where can they find uh, you? You guys can find me at Kate Q Funny. Follow me everywhere and uh, hosting the 2016 AVN Awards. If you're in Vegas, January 23rd, come on out. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's Stephen Kramer Glickman, and you can find me at, at Stephen Glickman with a PH on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, if you're if you're around January nineteenth, you should come out to the nighttime show or check out my YouTube channel, Funny Guy from TV, to watch videos from the nighttime show. Love you guys. Thank you so much, and shalom. Shalom Shabbat. Shalom. <laughs>